Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today is Thursday, so we have another special guest here today. I am sitting with Jackie Randall Lentz. She is a wife and cat mom from New York. She is here to empower and equip women to be extraordinary Christian life coaches by developing skills, techniques, and a kingdom mindset. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you so much for being here with us. Anything you'd like to add to that bio? Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Just, yeah, a little quick background on me. I do have a uh, degree in clinical mental health counseling. And I was a counselor for a few years. I actually worked for a suicide hotline before God called me to coach in 2020. And so I first started out as a self-care coach, just really helping women who were struggling with depression and anxiety. And then I made that transition. I joined a team in 2021 to do more business coaching. And as I was business coaching, I recognized that a lot of women who um, were getting the call to step into business and be coaches were assigning clients, but weren't really knowing how to work with those clients. Um, So then I made the pivot to build my own business back up and start a certification program where um, I help women become extraordinary life coaches and I love what I do and I love the freedom that comes with it because I love to travel and go camping and um, yeah, I love just sitting outside and listening to podcasts, especially Sasha's. (laughs) So I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. I didn't even ask you if you had like listened or if you were a listener. So thank you for adding that. I love that. Um, I love too, that you said you, you kind of started out coaching like in the self-care arena and that's one of my pillars as well. And so I didn't even, we didn't even talk about this. So let's just like, <laughs> it's conversation based. So we'll, I would love to hear more about that. Cause I know my my self-care is like, it's very much a download from God of what, like he gave me about this, like picture of, I call it simple biblical Mm self-care. Um, but I would love to know if you could just share a little bit more about like what that, what that was like for you. Are there any themes that you saw, like while you were coaching in that capacity or, or anything that you're like, this is what all women struggle with. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. So it really just started out as that, just teaching women how to incorporate self-care into their daily lives um, and how to kind of manage and cope from any depression or anxiety that was coming up for them. And I, when I first started, I wanted I labeled myself as a Christian life coach, but then I soon realized that I didn't um, really have that relationship with God. And so as I was coaching other women and teaching them about self-care, I noticed the theme that it all goes back to God. It all goes back to him. And so through coaching other women and learning more about that, I also started to um, go deeper in my faith and my relationship with God. And I grew up, I, I knew of him and um, I knew he, I believed in him, but I never really had that deep, intimate connection or relationship with him. So really when I started building my business and stepping out in coaching, I it was like a whole going to a whole new level with just God and my spiritual, my spiritual life. I love that. And I completely agree. So I know you have a story, which I'm excited to get into about <laughs> kind of this transition and, and how you were raised. So I don't, I guess let's just go ahead and get into that. What was it like prior to this like relationship? Cause you, you were raised like in the church or like as a believer, Mm-hmm. But you kind of had this moment where you're like, I believe in God, but like, do I have a relationship with him? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up Catholic in the Catholic church. And so um, a lot of it was just kind of getting used to going to church on Sundays. And um, it was almost like there was these scripted prayers that we would say and we would recite. Um, and it wasn't until... I really explored that a little bit more that I realized like God doesn't really care about these scripted prayers. Like he wants to actually have conversation with me. Like he actually wants to be with me and be present with me beyond church on Sunday. Um, he really just, he wanted to connect with me on a deeper level and so that's what really, when I stepped into business, stepped into coaching, that's what really opened that door is as I was helping other women, I was learning more and more and more about God. And um, I realized like, um, yeah, like it's relationship first. Like God wanted to help build my business, but he more like wanted to be in relationship with me. And it was through building a relationship with him. I was able to just get more comfortable, like talking to him, saying prayers that weren't necessarily scripted, um, to read his word. And now I like read the Bible every single morning. And I never used, like, I never used to do that. So, um, and just like, the joy that comes from that and the peace that comes from that and um just the rest and the energy everything that comes from that um is is amazing and i just i i love what i love what god did cuz i went from living a life kind of just going through the motions um you know it's 
struggling and experiencing depression and anxiety myself. And then now I'm just experiencing so much joy and I get to help other women experience that joy in their calling to coach. And um, only God, only God could have done that. I love it so much. So a couple of things that you were talking about, like the word invite, and this just came up on another podcast um, episode that I had come out recently. Just the word invite is like what God has been speaking to me, like in that episode and in what you were saying. And it's almost like, you know, you had this kind of going through the motions, like you said, Mm -hmm. and God just invited you in. He's like, actually, I want more of you, Jackie. Like, I want to be in relationship with you. Like, I want you to share your heart with me just randomly throughout the day. in this like kind of praying unceasingly idea and, and like just reading the word for yourself. There's like so much power in that. I think, um, I was reading this one time where we can get so caught up in the idea of like, we love the worship music more than worshiping God, or we love the books about God, you know, or about the Bible or about scripture more than we love God's word itself. And so I think there's, you know, time and place and everything, but, but I love that you're just like, I was just able to like, now I read the Bible for myself every morning and there's so much joy and peace and rest in that. And I'm just, yes. And amen over here, because I think sometimes we can get in our way and like, make it so much more complicated than it actually is. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Or we like, we grew up with these kind of like, this is how relationship with God is supposed to look like, or this is what prayer is supposed to look like. This is what Bible study is supposed to look like, or, or, you know, whatever else, or we can get caught up in all of these thoughts and beliefs from the past that are just like, they're actually just habits that we're in today that we've hung on to, but we've never taken the time to sit and kind of challenge, like, is this how it's supposed to be? Or we've not taken the time to just sit and be quiet and listen to God, like invite us into something different and something more. And so I love that. Cause I think we were talking about this before, uh, before we jumped on and hit record, mm-hmm. that's what I help a lot of women do. Um, and it's been more more than I would think almost every one of my clients, I feel like we've gone to that like quiet time with God. What is a relationship with God? I serve moms primarily. And so it's just like, they're like, I don't have the time or whatever else, or they've, they've just got their schedule, like flipped backwards or something. And it's like, no God first, because this is where, like you're saying the joy and the peace and the rest comes mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And it's, and it, it's, it truly is. I had a, a podcast episode recently with, um, Sally Burke, who's the leader of Moms in Prayer International, she's the president. Um, and that's what she was talking about anxiety and depression. Like there is kind of like an antidote for that. And it yeah. is in prayer. It is in Thanksgiving and worship and like going to God, our creator first and allowing him to fill us with that peace. Um, just from being in his presence, just from seeking him first, exactly like what you were saying. Like he wanted to bless your business, but he just wanted to be with you. And so thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I think it's just a great reminder to me and I'm sure all the listeners as well. And so I know in this time of being with him, he has given you this beautiful picture of, um, the story about Mary. And I heard you share like briefly about this topic, um, in another space. And I was just like, wow, I've never, thought of it from this perspective, or I've never like gleaned this for myself. And so I just thought this was a really beautiful thing. And, and so I'm, I'm curious to hear you get into this kind of like little teaching on 
Mary yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mary. Mary is my home girl. Yeah. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I, um, read chapter, um, Luke chapter one all the time. And, um, every time I read it, I feel like I learn something new about Mary. And so as I was reading it this morning, the first thing that really stuck out to me was, um, in Luke chapter one, it tells the story of, um, Gabriel going to Zachariah, who was a priest and he was already married and he kind of um he was praying for a baby he had his ducks all lined up in a row right and this angel goes to him and it's just like you are going to have a son you're going to name him John and um then we also see later in that same chapter Gabriel going to to Mary and Mary is the complete opposite of Zechariah, where she is um, not married yet. She is a virgin. She was not praying for a baby. <laughs> she was not expecting a baby. And yet um, God gave her this message that she will be pregnant and she will birth Jesus. And the story of Mary in that portion, it reminded me a lot of of me where sometimes I, I am coaching a client. And then after the session, I'm just like blown away where I'm just like, wow, like that was absolutely amazing. And I reflect on my own testimony and my story. And I'm just like, God chose me where I was a lot like Mary. Um, I was not prepared to coach. <laughs> and I know Sasha, you, you, we were talking about your story too, where like, it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Like here we have Zechariah who was like prepared for the child, praying for the child. He was a priest, he was married. And yet um, God chose Mary who was not married and to have, um, to have Jesus. And so, um, I, I, I just love that, how the message of God will use you no matter what season you are in, no matter what state you're in, um, doesn't matter if you're going through a tough situation, like God still has, has plans for you. He has a plan for you and he has a promise for you. Um, and later in the scripture, verse 20, it literally says, um, it will come true at the point in time. So sometimes we get, um, sometimes God will give us a promise or he will give us a path, but he usually won't give us both. And this is where faith comes in going back to that scripture. Like it will come true it will come true at the appointed time. And so whether God gives us the promise or the path um, is usually not both, usually one or the other, but that is where faith comes in, knowing that this, this, is, this will happen. No matter what promise that the Lord has given you, whether that's coach, to be a mom, um, to be in another career, um, no matter what he's calling you to do, no matter what promise he's given you, um, we can stand firm and stay grounded in that, in what he says that this will come true at the appointed time. Um, and I might even add to that, like lack of belief 
does not stop God's will. Mm. Because we look at Zechariah and what happened was um, they were told that um, he was told that, hey, your prayers, we heard your prayers and your wife is going to have a baby named John. And he responded, I am an old man. <laughs> like, how is this going to happen? I am an old, old man, right? He didn't really have faith for what he was praying for, mm. if you recognize that. But when the angel went to Mary and said, hey, you will have this baby, call him Jesus, you will raise him. Her response was, I am the Lord's servant. Mm. How good is that? Mm, yeah, I am the Lord's servant. And that got me thinking about, well, how am I responding to the promises that God gives me? How am I responding to the promises that God gives me? Am I responding like Zechariah? Like I'm old. I like, I don't know what you're talking about, God. Like, I, <laughs> I don't have a degree. I don't have an education. I don't have a background in that. I don't have experience. I'm too young. Or am I responding like Mary? Mm. Not having all the answers, having the question of how is this going to work, but responding as I am the Lord's servant. Wow. That's so good, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it just, even in what you've just shared, it has given me so much to think about. And, and some of the things that I'm just like over here, yes. And amen is like, God will use you no matter where you're at. And this is one of the things that I've been working with a few of my clients on is this like kind of teetering between this and finding the balance between like, I'm not equipped. I don't have what it takes. I still have to learn more. You know, this questioning of like, am I too old? How do I do this? What's the path for me, God versus in like, in like humbling yourself and knowing you're not enough on your own. But then on the flip side is like, you know, knowing that I am enough in Christ. I have everything that I need right now because I have God and but, but not taking it to the extreme of like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then just like, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall or whatever, <laughs> but like yeah. really holding and finding that, that really fine line between the two. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I love that you had said that because I feel like this picture, and this is not even what I like thought getting into this conversation today of just contrasting these two of like what you're saying, like one had prayed for and planned for it and was married and was ready. And it's like, Oh man, I was very much in that space for 10 years. Mm -hmm. My husband and I struggled with infertility still do like, we don't have any biological children, but, um, you know, we had a plan. We were ready. We were praying for this. Like, like, what's the deal? God, where is this, you know? Um, and then there are people all the time who are like, I don't even want to be a mom. And then they get pregnant and have a kid and they're like, what? Um, <laughs> and so it is, you know, just seeing this, but then how are you going to respond to that. And I love that you contrasted those as well, because man, and that's such a powerful question. Like, how am I responding to like mm -hmm. God's promises or God's will? Yeah. And then 
this is like the mic drop moment. This is going to be in the, uh, the headliner, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what's going to be shared where you said lack of belief does not stop God's will. And I love that. And it is, it is totally painted in this picture, in this story in scripture, in this mm-hmm. event. And I'm just given so much peace about that. And, and then the last thing I'll say before I let you get back to it, because I'm, I'm over here <laughs> taking notes, right? Um, you said he'll give you the promise or the path. And I think for myself, I've most, most often been like shown the picture. He's given me the vision he's given me. And even for my clients, I see this a lot. Like I see this, like when you're talking to me and fleshing out these like God-sized dreams, I'm like, nope, I can see it. Like I am sitting in this cafe coffee shop that you're talking about creating. Like I am sitting there as your client, or I'm sitting there watching you transform the lives of your like ideal client in marriages, in families, in, you know, the lives of moms or whatever it is. But I think he gives us the path, like one step at a time, like that, the scripture verse in Psalm, what is it? 119 something, I think, Um, (laughs) where he says a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I just see this picture of a lamp, but it's not like the led flashlights we have today. Right. It is literally (laughs) this old kerosene lantern if if the kerosene was even a thing by then right (laughs) and it illuminates this little like two foot radius yeah and you can literally only see the next step and I know that's very much of what it was for my path of like coming into coaching just like you had mentioned Mm -hmm. I was like offer coaching and I'm like what me you know I was more (laughs) of the the Zachariah (laughs) uh, response here um and he just lit the path every step of the way. And I'm like, okay, God, I'll take that step. And then he shows me the next one. Okay, God, I'll take that step. And he shows me the next one. And so, um, I guess I just have a question of like, have you seen in your, um, like career in your coaching or your life, him showing more of a path over a promise, like first. Ooh, yeah. Like that's such a good question. Um, I, yeah, I would say that like he has, because one of my spiritual gifts is prophecy. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I get these visions or these dreams of, um, just where, where I'm going, whether that's in my life and my business, like I've had, um, visions about my future family, about, um, being on, on stages and speaking And, um, I've had these since I was, was little, like, I remember I was a little girl and I would line my animals, my stuffed animals up in a row and preach to them. And I was still a Catholic. Yeah. I was like being a preacher and preaching to them. And, (laughs) and this was when I was a little girl, like lining up the animals and just like talking to them about Jesus. And I didn't even know Jesus at like what, five, six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just like even little things like that. I feel if every, everyone just like looks back and reflects on their life, they can see like those little God hints or God winks of like who you're becoming or the plan that God has for you. I love that. Amazing. I love this. Like I always say, that was a God thing. 
<laughs> you know, I love yeah. that God winks. Like, yeah, I call them downloads <laughs> a lot where it's just like, okay, like we're writing here, like write this down. Cause that is a, as a download from God when it's, yeah. you know, just not, not even your own thoughts, but I love how you took that back. And like, even looking back on your life and so much of my, you know, life story, I guess has been rewritten in a sense, mm -hmm. like I lived it and it was one thing, but now I'm in a space where I can look back and, Oh, I see what you did there. God, you know, and so, <laughs> and like, in so many different parts, childhood, my business adoption, so on and so forth. And it's just so cool the way he has his hand over our life. Like mm -hmm. even when we don't notice, even when we don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, that actually leads perfectly into one of my biggest takeaways from when I was reading Luke chapter one this morning and looking at the story of Mary again. Like I haven't even, um, I didn't even recognize this or see this before, but as I was reading that story, it brought up, um, it showed me that promises come to pass in two ways. Um, the first way is in verse 13, the angel says to Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. So that's one way promises come to pass is our prayers are heard. And then the second way is what the angel says to Mary in verse 30, you have found favor with God. Those are two specific ways that promises come to pass. The first way is that we ask for it, we pray for it, and they're heard. And then the second way is just being us and just having favor and just being loved by God, mm. right? And that he just wants to bless us because we are his children. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because I think about Mary too and like, you know, just like her, her response, how you're like, I'm your servant. Um, and I think like, I don't know, you know, I can't quote it because I wasn't reading Luke one <laughs> this morning, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, Mary was just somebody who had a heart for God, like her, her heart and her face was positioned towards him. And she was in that relationship with him, even though, you know, it was, Jewish times. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all about the relationship. She had a heart for him and she for had sure. a, a fire in herself for him and had this, like what you were saying, it was about relationship first. It was on a deeper level. It was, it was face to face kind of interaction. I think, um, the angel does say like it, when he comes to Mary, he says, you are highly favored. Like he tells her she's highly favored. And that, that always makes me think of like, well, what if I show up with the belief that I am also highly favored? Mm. And I always tell my clients that too, like, what if you show up in your business or in life or in your relationships with the belief and grounded in that, that you are also highly favored, right? I just love that that term, like the high, highly favored. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I want to go now and do like a word study on it, you know, and yeah. go back to like the, the Greek text and like, okay, mm. what does this word mean? And just like, where else is it in scripture and just fully flesh out that idea. And I don't know, I think this is going back to almost the beginning of our conversation is like, I just love allowing God the space in my relationship with him to do those things. Right. Like, sure. 
I might have a devotion that I'm walking through where I got up and did that this morning. I have another Bible study that I'm walking through where you read a book and then you like a couple chapters and then you go through the workbook and then you meet together and do the video and discussion. Um, <laughs> but I love going to God's word itself. Like I'm meeting with a small group where we just talk about Proverbs. We read a, a chapter in Proverbs and we talk about it and maybe it takes us three meetings to get through, you know, one chapter, maybe we go through a whole chapter in one meeting. Um, but then also just allowing him the space of like, wow, God, like, thank you for using Jackie to point this out to me today. And now I want to go and like get a further and deeper understanding of that. Yeah. And I'm in a season where I feel like he's calling me to be deeply rooted, almost just like what you had said at the beginning, he was calling you into a deeper level of relationship with him. And so to me, that's what it is. Like, I feel like you can't do enough Bible study, you know, you can do it every morning, but just (laughs) allowing him that space to lead and direct that too. And so I don't know if that gives freedom to any of the listeners here in terms of like, what does your relationship with God have to look like, or what is it supposed to look like? It's supposed to look like you and God doing life together, you know, and Yes. Go one right of the it. questions too, I had this morning was like, okay, so we have these two zor- stories of Zechariah and Mary, like, why, is, why are they together? Why are they in the one chapter? And it's because Zechariah and his wife were having, um, John, John, the baby. And, um, John was basically born. His purpose was to, um, prepare the way, prepare people for Jesus. And so going off of what you said too, like, know that like you have value, you have purpose and you're here, whether you know it or not preparing the way for someone Mm -hmm. and someone is probably preparing the way for you. Right. But, um, just know, like, you're, you're preparing the way for others and you're preparing the way for future generations. And I really think like that is the, the big aha of the story here in Luke one is that, um, yeah, it's, we're focused on the birth of Jesus, but we can't forget about, about John, right. And how he prepared the way. Um, so that just came to mind as you were talking about that (laughs) it was such a critical part of of the entire story too like you know and I feel like that's it's so much of scripture it's even looking back at the law in the old testament Mm -hmm. and just like how that is even still in passover and all these other things there they are even still like preparing the way they're a foretelling of like what's to come and the freedom that we have in christ and so much more and so I love that you said like somebody is preparing the way for you and you're preparing the way for somebody else. And I can look back and see all of those people that played a critical role in, in helping me become who I am today. Mm -hmm. And like, they were in a sense preparing the way, but you know, it looks, it looks different than this story. You know, I think for a lot of us, it will, but just looking back and seeing all those people that planted seeds, even if they weren't necessarily seeds of, of faith Mm -hmm. at the time, or, or seeds that were like, um, necessarily like leading us into relationship with God or leading us into scripture. They were kind of just still those stepping stones of the path that God had for us to, to bring us to where we are today. And, and so I love that in, even in, in knowing that like, and and I feel like God's really given 
this back to me and really shown me this picture. Cause I feel like sometimes it can take some time to know that like the path you're on and what you're doing is worthwhile and worthy and like used for good in the kingdom. And so I'm thankful that he has, he has brought that back around and he has brought me those testimonies from people of like, thank you so much for just showing up and thank you so much for being you. Thank you so much for using your voice and using your testimony and being a light and planting seeds. And it's like, you know, for a while, I think we can, we can do that. We can show up and we can plant seeds and we can be obedient to God and we can show up as our, you know, full flavor itself. Like, <laughs> like our coach Whitney will talk about, but, um, I think we all have so much to learn from each other, I think is Absolutely. the, what I'm trying to say here. And yeah. that, you know, I think there's people that will like, we'll go back and forth with on this, like, you know, we're walking together and then some of us will take a couple of steps ahead and some of then the next one will take a couple of steps ahead. And so even if you're, you're on par, you know, at some point in time, I don't know, I feel like I'm rambling here, but <laughs> <laughs> not at all. you know, like whether somebody is, is a step behind you or 20 steps behind you or 20 steps ahead of you, or even right beside you, like we still all have so much to learn from each other. And sure. so we're um, all sheep. Yeah. Just sheep. Yes. One shepherd. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Showing up with what you have, where you're, where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, um, I guess just going back to that, even what you were saying, God will use you no matter what, no matter where you're at, as long as you're allowing to take on this, like, I'm your servant, Lord, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> just show me the way one step at a time and I'll be there. Um, and just having that faith to just keep moving forward. Like he will use you to do powerful, powerful things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love it. So have you, is there anything else about this story, um, about Mary that you had notes about to share with us? Let's see. Yeah, I guess just the last thing that I'll add to this is um, God is might be asking you to do something that doesn't necessarily make sense, but it all goes down to the question, like, are you going to be obedient or not? Will you be obedient or not? Because um, if you look at the chapter, um, Zechariah um, asked how, like, how will this happen? I might like, my wife is old. I'm old. Like, how is this going to happen? And when we look at Mary, she also asked, well, how, how is this going to happen? <laughs> and it's a fair question, right? And God is not condemning you for asking those questions. He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. So he knows you have those questions. Um, and it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense for Zechariah and didn't make sense for Mary. But the main question was, well, okay, it doesn't make sense, but are you going to be obedient or not? And for Zechariah, like he still lacked faith, which meant that he, um, he was silent. He was silent and he didn't get his voice back until John was born, where Mary just almost having faith and just accepting it and responding as I am the Lord's servant. Right. Um, it was, um, 
yeah, that was just, she accepted, she accepted that it didn't make sense, but she was going to be obedient. And I think we're all faced with situations like that, right? Or times where no matter what we're going through, it's just like, oh man, like what is going on right now? (laughs) And it doesn't make sense. But um, yeah, we are faced with a question like, okay, will I be obedient or not? Yeah. I feel like so many times I in the past, thankfully, I feel like I've been getting better at this. We'll see, (laughs) but just being stubborn at times and like not being willing and not being obedient to where it's like, I'm just going to have to learn the hard way. And, and that's where I was. I spent like a, most of my life, I feel like in these coping mechanisms from like childhood trauma and all these other things where it's like, I had to grip onto this control and I literally could not let things go. And I just had to walk through this journey of learning the hard way. And I think our adoption journey was really one like infertility and adoption that, that God used to kind of break that in me mm-hmm. because he showed me how his plan and his path and his will is a far greater thing and far more beautiful picture and plan and everything that I could ever write myself. And so just that transition, he, he used the hard, the hard way again, um, like making, making Zachariah silent, you know, until John was born. Um, I've been in those seasons and I think, you know, maybe just relating to his story in that sense of, you know, maybe that was the moment for him where he learned, Mm -hmm. okay, (laughs) when, when God sends an angel to speak to you, just shut up and listen or <laughs> your mouth will be shut, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I do have that. one more thing. I guess I lied. Yeah. No, go right ahead. <laughs> As you're talking, what's coming to me too, is I say this to my clients all the time that it's not enough to just birth a business. You have to nurture it. Mm-hmm. And so same with any promise that God has placed on you. Like it's not enough to just birth the promise. Um, you have to nurture it. And I think the story of Mary is the perfect example of that is that she, Jesus went through her womb for nine months. She birthed him. She had to nurture him until he started his ministry when he was 30 years old. So it's not like God gave her the promise. And then the next day Jesus was born (laughs) is that she had to, um, the birth that promise, have faith in that promise. And then when that promise came to pass, she also had to nurture that. And I think patience is key too, for, for a lot of us is that maybe God gave some of us a promise, but, um, with that is attached to not just faith and trust, but patience. (laughs) It is a fruit of the spirit after all. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Faith and patience. And, um, I I thank you for saying that because I think too, so many other times in scripture, like God does that he gives a promise. Like who was it? He gave, was it Joseph? He gave this like promise to, or whatever. And then he's like in prison and like all these (laughs) other things. Right. Like I, I think it happens time and time. There are multiple stories in scripture where God's like, you will X, Y, and Z. And then there's a journey or there's a period of waiting before God actually reveals that. And so I think it's it's so important to just continue to cling to him and remember, like you said this, God, I haven't seen it, but I'm still trusting 
And I'm going to exercise patience and exercise faith and believing what you have said and trust that it'll come to pass at the appointed time. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Culmination of the whole, the whole story today. <laughs> um, well, Jackie, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing this because I am just, I'm filled up and I'm encouraged today. I can go out in the world with a light shining on my face out of my soul, um, <laughs> from this message. And so, um, I know you are primarily, uh, a coach that, um, helps Christian women who are setting out to be life coaches have a more robust understanding of what coaching looks like and so much more. So do you want to share just briefly, like, what is your business? What do you do and where can people find you if they feel this call and, um, want more of you? For sure. So Becoming a counselor, it was such a process where I had to get a degree, get a license, have so many hours counseling. And then what I soon learned stepping into coaching is that anyone and everyone could just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm a life coach, where I truly believe to be an extraordinary coach, it's time that we hold coaches to the same higher standard that counselors are held to. Um, which means helping coaches know how to coach and become confident coaching and working with clients. And so I created the certification program, Kingdom Boss Academy. It's three months. And um, what we do is we just, um, you learn the skills and techniques um, to be a confident coach, but you not only um, learn that information and strategy, but you actually have the space mm -hmm. to implement it in this program. So you get paired with a coaching circle, other peers, and you practice your coaching. Um, you get comfortable and confident working with clients as you build your business. And I also specialize in mindset. So I help my clients as they're working with clients and as they're building a business and learning how to coach, um, I help them overcome anything that comes up as far as perfectionism, um, fear of failure, imposter syndrome, you know, all that, all that mind drama that tends to come <laughs> up as a new coach. So that's a little bit about what that looks like. And yeah, it comes up for all have. of us just <laughs> <laughs> For clarity's sake, we all need that coaching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So where yeah. can people find you or, you know, connect on social, find more about this program? Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook, Jackie Randall Lentz. Um, I have a private Facebook group too, where you can get free coaching um, from me. So that's coach with excellence. And I'm also on Instagram at Jackie Randall Lentz. And um, if you are interested in learning more about Kingdom Boss Academy, like, hey, my DMs are open. You can shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram, or you can go to um, Kingdom Boss Academy. And I believe Sasha will be putting the link to that right in the description. Yeah. 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 If you want to go ahead and send, if you can send me all those, like your Facebook, Instagram, Facebook group, mm -hmm. I will put all of those in the show notes as well as um, your website for more information about that. Mm -hmm. um, so people can definitely connect with you. And Jackie, one last question before we go. 
What does intentional abundance mean to you? Yeah, that is an amazing question. Um, what I think of abundance, I think of just God having more, more for you that we were not created or made to live with scarcity or lack. And so intentional abundance, just knowing and embracing that there is more for you. And just like what I said with Mary and how um, she embraced that she was highly favored, like intentional abundance, just knowing that because we are highly favored, that there is more in store for us. Mm. Amen. I love that. I love that you tied it to today's message too. So powerful. I am going to go out and live intentionally and abundantly in that knowing and believing that I too am highly favored because God loves all of us. Of course he wants that for all of us. So thank you so much, Jackie, for sharing this message and, and your testimony here and, um, just giving us so much goodness to, to meditate and marinate and go launch into Bible studies and word studies on and, um, in new beliefs that we can hold for ourselves too. So I know this was a powerful message and I pray all the listeners will, um, will just have, like you, you said in the beginning, joy, peace, and rest in, in their relationship with God moving forward. Um, I thank you all for listening and I pray that you all have a blessed day. And I want to invite you ladies into a workshop that I am holding and it's called Uncomplicated Faith where I am going to give you guys scripture and encouragement and real life examples of how you can uncomplicate your faith, how you can prioritize this time with him. I'm going to give you more reasons as to why this is so incredibly important. And maybe one or maybe several of them are really going to resonate with you. Because if you are not taking the time to seek him daily, to pray unceasingly, to get quiet, to pray, to hear from him, to read his word, to allow it to meditate from your head to your heart, then let's do that. Let's uncomplicate your faith and live out a life that is evident of who it is that is living in you, that is evident by the fruits that you are showing up with and sharing with others. The link is in the show notes to jump into that workshop and it is completely free. So there's no reason for you not to go click that link unless you are like, yep, Jesus is like all over me. My fruits are amazing. Get up before my family and I spend an hour in scripture every day and I'm doing like all these Bible studies. Okay, no, even then you should be in this workshop because you're making your faith really complicated (laughs) if you are in a different Bible study every day of the week there's a good indication that you're not taking the time to allow that to meditate from your head to your heart. If you're listening to sermons all day, every day, and you're not actually allowing it to change your life, if you're in a state of consuming, if the fruits showing up in your life aren't that great, and if you're struggling to prioritize time with him, 
Ladies, there are dozens of reasons that I can encourage you to jump into this workshop. But you know, you know, if you are living with a slightly even, with an even slightly maybe more complicated faith than you should, click the link in the show notes, jump into this free workshop. Even if you can't attend live, I will send you a copy of the recording. Love you, ladies. Have a God-blessed day. Thank you.